0: I left the red dirt for the white sand, came to the seaside from my homeland. And when you miss me, look up in the night sky. The stars that you see are the same stars that are shining on me.
1: Your name, please. Justlyn Sampi. Um, my name is Sorella Dickens,
0: and today we'll be asking you questions um, about Wonkatha, like
1: what you did in the past. Okay. So the first question is, can you share with us what Wonkatha was like when you were here in the school and in the dawn? Cold. <laughs> That's the main thing I remember, is the cold um, coming down from a warm weather you know warm country and the dorms were really cold i mean we lived in the old girls dorm that year um my first year was here in 2009 all we had was those little um like a little warming lantern sort of thing on the, on the side of the wall on each side of the beds um and that was the only thing keeping us warm <laughs> with like two blankets and um yeah we just doubled up with <laughs> jumpers and socks and <laughs> it was just way too cold for us Yeah, it was, other than the cold, it was um, really good. We, all the girls got along with each other. Um, We had Nana Karen and Wendy there with us, um, looking after us. So it was 2011, but I didn't, I mean, I already graduated, but I didn't finish right up to, um, I didn't stay for prize night Mm. because... A family member was sick that year, so I had to go home early um, before the prize night. So, yeah, it was in 2011. Can you tell us some of the things that you have learned while you were here at Wonkta? Some of the things I've learned? Yeah, we we did, um, like what subjects, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so we did vet, we did Bible. um, I took on business classes, yeah, with the vet, skill building, leadership. Um, programs as well bush rangers with Gazza and Uncle Harry licensing and <laughs> almost bumped a few cars <laughs> 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 but yeah it was fun back then. <laughs> what were some of the good and not so good thing about
0: being in Rockable?
1: Well I'll start with the not good thing I think um the not good part was being away from home was not good. I mean we all get homesick you know the first the first two weeks I was just... Really missing home. I um, didn't really talk to anybody. <laughs> Stayed in my little room. But it was good because I had people around me as well, like who I knew. So there was there was there to encourage me as well. And um, I think that was a good part of it is having somebody there that I already knew. You know, coming from a, a small community, you don't really wanna you don't wanna explore outside the bubble. When you're in an indigenous community, you wanna stay in your familiar surroundings. So um having those people who I already knew from my community there it it made things a bit more comfortable for me I guess. Yeah, I had support from them and from the hostel parents. Um yeah, keeping me keeping me grounded I guess and um you know encouraging me to finish it off the year or at least stick it out for the next couple of months to see how I like it and but yeah I ended up staying for three years then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What qualities has Wonka been given you that helped you after you left? I think the main thing, um, qualities, is having that learning perseverance, really. Um, you know, never giving up and um, doing something like, you know, for when we did uh, work experience. Mm. That was a bit of a challenge for me because I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. So getting up early and, you know, getting ready, having Annie Teresa and Annie Maria you know waking us up early and you know getting us ready come on girls get up (laughs) gotta go to work today and um, I think it was them helping me and um, just encouraging me to go to work on those days and having that perseverance because now I I just work like crazy I don't even go on holidays (laughs) yeah Yeah. so um, it's a good thing in a way because like, I've got a lot of bills I need to pay, so <laughs> now that I, I'm older, I've got a lot of stuff I need to pay for, so having that perseverance quality in me um, from being here, it ha- really helped me um, after I left for school, so. but also having my certificates, like my Cert 3, I um, finished it here with Ellie and um, Jenny, I think, I left with my certificate three in business and my license. Yeah, basically, they set me up for life with all of them stuff. So that led me on a path of, um, you know, it pointed a path for me. So I, I knew where I was go- going after I left school. So
0: what would could they have done better to help you get ready for
1: work? You know what? Uh, that's a hard question. I mean, they've done everything. I think they've done everything in their power to help me get work ready for after leaving school. Straight after I've graduated. Um, the year later, I got a job in Telfer Mines. I think having that plan, yeah, qualification and having a plan to after you're leaving school, you know, mm-hmm. having that plan, you know, knowing what you're going to do, like, you know, it keeps you straight and, yeah, it keeps your mind focused on, you know, what you're doing with your life at that moment, I think.
0: Tell us more about what you did after graduating from Mwankapah.
1: Uh, okay so well after i i left here like i said i went to Telford gold mine so i i um i moved to broome i was in one on point living at that moment but i moved to broome and um stayed there for at Telford for about a year and then i moved to south headland to be closer to telfer because all that flying fly in fly out was it was too much for me i i can't i don't really like small charter planes you know i, I can't like yeah <laughs> yeah so i i don't really like that flying much so and i've got family in headland see so in south headland so it was easy for me to move there and um stay with them while i was you know driving in and out of telfa so yeah i was there for two years yeah full two years in telfa working and moved to headland and um i ended up getting another job in town because i think that traveling and stuff was just weighing on me so i ended up getting a another job straight after um telfa working at the Aboriginal Medical Service there, work on my health service there in 2013. Yeah, late 2013, sorry. I, I started um, work there for about three years and from there working in the Aboriginal <laughs> Health Service. Um with them, I guess, yeah, I had my house, I had my car. I was like, I was only 22 and, and I had my house and car and everything already. I mean, and that's all thanks to Wangata for setting me on that, you know, right path and um, showing me and guiding me. That way. After that, um, I went through a little breakup, and you know, when you go through breakups, Yay. you you don't want to be anywhere near the town. So I ended up, um yeah, moving back to One on Point in 2015. 2015, okay. I moved back there. um And from One on Point, I was just been the longest I've been without a job. I think since like right to now was about a year longest I think I've been without a job. So I had that whole year up to, you know get over my little heartbreak <laughs> and um, you know, find something, look after myself and find something that I wanted to do again. My mom worked in the shop at the community there, the community store. So she was like, you know what, you need a job. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for workers. I'm like, yeah, well, I may as well do something with my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up working at the, at the store there doing, working on the till and stuff, doing the cashiers and everything. And um, yeah, I was there for, I, think I was there about a year. Working and then um, I had a job offer working with Save the Children. Then yeah, and Save the Children was really good. Um, they're they're like a little daycare center sort of thing. So I started working with kids and at um, one point it, it, uh, the next community over in, in oh, right. yeah, Lamberina. Yeah, that's um, it's about thirty minutes drive. So yeah. it was it was just there. Yeah, I was there for another four years, I think, or wow. three years working, and then um, this youth engagement stuff happened then. Um, around that time in one-armed on and they were looking for workers and um, you know I did my suicide prevention certificates already by that time working with Save the Children and mental health um, so when I was working with Save, Save the Children I was doing family support work With them, you know, helping um, the bubbers come to the daycare and stuff, you know, getting them ready and picking them up. Um, So I was already in that family support work. And then when this youth engagement position popped up in in my own community, one on point, I said, you know what, I'm going to take that job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need that job because that's in my community and I want to help my people, you know. So, um, we were at that time, um, Linda, her name, she was my boss. I was working at Save at that time, and we, we used to run school holiday programs each, yeah, each school holidays, and, um, Linda, was there and she helped with helped with the um, school holiday programs and stuff. And we was at the beach um, having our programs and we was looking after the kids and Linda was like, you know what, Jess, I'm, I'm looking for a worker soon and I don't want anybody else but you to work with me. <laughs> I was like what are you serious and basically it was an interview right there on the beach in the water just (laughs) you know having fun and um the very next day she wrote up my contract and um I went straight into them um say the children were sad that I was leaving but you know they were happy that I was you know building myself up a bit more so yeah from then on that was in um 2016 to now I'm still in youth engagement yeah. yeah So it's been a while working there and I still haven't taken a holiday. Now I've been working really hard so um yeah that's a good thing about Wangata, you know they um, really set me up and pointed me in the right direction and I've always wanted to work with youth especially in my own community you know I always told myself you know I'm gonna go back to my community and um work with work with these families that need these help you know with drug and alcohol um mental health or suicide um I know I know right There's a lot of jobs within that like what's (laughs) Seven years or something? (laughs) Eight years? Who do you admire in your community and why? The person who I admired was my grandfather. Um, He passed away like in 2016. No, 17. Sorry, he passed away. Um, He was a person I admired. He was one of the elders of the community. Um, uh, He's against drug and alcohol as well. So, just like me, um, I think that's where I got it from from him. So, um, yeah, he, he worked all over, um, helping families, supporting families, and, uh, you know, working for our people to help better the system, I guess, um, to get more opportunities for our people and stuff. And he was a you know, he had a big heart and um, we have a fundraising that we do for him. Well, he started it, He, he you know, it was a year before he passed. He, he said, I need to do this, I need to do a fundraising for the homeless, you know. So me, um, my cousin Larissa and mom, we all got together and we called up Salvation Army and we said, look, my grandfather, um, he had emphysema lung disease. So what he wanted to do in the first place, he wanted to walk from one on point to Jarajan, and you know, having emphysema lung disease, it was impossible, you know. But to his eyes, he said, Nope, I'm gonna do it. What happened was, instead of walking, we ended up pushing him in his wheelchair. Mm. So, we um, every year now, it's annually, we have a, a march for the homeless. We do up in one point there, so we walk from one on point all the way to Lombardina. And each stops we have, uh, you know, little fruits, water and stuff for all the people who's walking. That whole fundraising thing is dedicated to him, how he treated and seen people, you know. He's seen people if they needed help, he would always help them, no matter if it was his last resort he'd always give it away to help somebody you know so i think he was he was a he is the biggest influence in my life yeah him and also my mom (laughs) my mom has been working hard for a long time so yeah she's also somebody else i look up to as well um in my community
0: what motivates you
1: okay um what motivates me To to work or... Yeah, to work or
0: anything, like, in your life that keep you going,
1: I think. Mm. Yeah. I think it's my family that motivates me, my brothers. And, uh, you know, I I never really had much growing up, you know. Um, I mean, when I was smaller, we did because Dad worked in the mines. And then after he left, we went back to one-on-point and we just... We hardly had anything. So we always had, um, you know, growing up in a small house two-bedroom house, we were surrounded by a lot of family members, so having my family there motivates me to work harder and, you know, provide for them um, especially now that I've got my twin nephews staying with us um, they motivate me a lot with them, um, you know, wanting to work harder and, you know, keep bringing money in to feed them and, you know give them what they want and, you know what they need really, sorry, give them the things that I didn't have. What is easy about
0: going to work and what is hard about going to work?
1: What Hard about going to work. Recently, a few years ago, we had a death in the community. Um, this young fellow passed away. He was really close with my brother here, the one that schools here now. It affected the whole community. It didn't just affect the family. And especially being youth engagement, you know, you you get to see these kids and grow from, you know, little ones to uh, how they are, you know, now big kids and stuff. So it was really hard to to deal with um parts you know i just didn't want to talk but it, i had to you know to let it off my chest as well because i know working with youth we need to talk to get stuff off our chest and um it's for our own health as well mm-hmm. mental health to talk to people when we're feeling feeling down or feeling that pressure mm-hmm. of you know oh you know we could have done something because I you know I work in youth and that's that's the thing that's been playing in my head as well you know we could have done something for this kid we could have helped him but in the end we don't really know in a way what they're thinking sometimes because there are times they don't want to share and I guess they they weren't taught they weren't taught that to you know share with other people you know how you're feeling if you want to talk about anything but yeah the hard part was um you know when you're down or when you've got that family member passed away in your family that hard part was just getting up going to work you know and young like 18 years old you know that's so young and you know we get that in nearly every indigenous community you have um you know young people pass away but yeah it's 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 good to have family there too you know to talk with and um the whole thing why I got into youth engagement as well is because I have a cousin brother that passed away through suicide you know he he found in me that he could talk to me see when he did finally do it uh, you know I was like you know he did it you know what you know that's why I'm in youth engagement and I want kids to talk to me you know how about how they're feeling you know so I know I can talk to them and maybe you know Point them in the right direction to seeking a counselor or talking to um, maybe the clinic guys. They could, you know, get a service provider out to talk with these kids and stuff. And um, take the bull by the horns, I reckon. Yes, yes. Don't don't let no, you know. Negativity. Yes, yeah. yeah. Don't let negativity from either family members friends you know get in your way of doing what you love and and that's another thing as well with the job you know if find something that you love doing because you're not going to stay in a job for a long time if you don't like it you know i love youth engagement and i'm still here you know and i'm i i don't see myself going anywhere i live in the community and it's me working you know, I'm from community and I work with my people. So that's a, one of the things I love about it. And um, next students graduating, you know, just go for it and, you know, find something you love and stick to it because, you know, you only live once, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Jasmine, for oh. uh, no worries. <laughs> uh, coming
0: by and hearing your stories and um, inspiring.
1: Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really good to come back to Wangata, you know, and, and see part, um, see some of the past students and see the students today you know it's it it brings back a lot of memories being here and you know i'm so glad i came here to this school than any other school you know it's really good i didn't choose yeah it, it was um my like i said i had family here so um uh-huh. my cousin was here ethan and um that year i lost my nana see from my dad's side so um he see me i missed out on a lot of school back home and he was like, you know what, you should come to Wangata, you know. And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> that place is too cold I right hear. And he said, nope, you'll love it, trust me. Just come down for a little while and you'll see. You, you might like it. And I said, I don't know. I was really doubting to come. I really didn't want to. But I'm glad I did. I am really glad I did because, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today yeah. if it weren't for the school and pointing me into that right direction of work and you know helping me get all my certificates sorted and yeah and in the community we don't even get this stuff you know what the in the schools here like you know helping you don't have people helping young people with you know driver's license the certificates getting their birth certificates mm. you know getting their ids nothing you know we don't we don't have that in communities but here it's, i'm so glad i came here
0: now i've only got one week to go and I can't wait to go back home, see my family, and be walking back on country. And we'll all sit around the fire, spinning yarns till the midnight hour. The little kids playing around in their bed. So I push for a couple of nights. No reception, it'll be alright. But go hunting and I hope we get some fresh meat. I left the up in the night sky the stars that you see are the same stars that are shining on